Welcome to the Singaporean Golf Pro Podcast, the podcast by golf professionals for golf professionals. This is episode zero of the Singaporean Golf Pro Podcast, and I am your host, Wei Li Lu. That was great music, courtesy of Tim. He's my great buddy. And he has really great music, and you can search him up on Apple Music or Spotify at T I M P. Now let's head on into the podcast. Today, I would like to give a little background information of myself, this podcast, and where I see this podcast going, and what's my idea behind starting such a podcast. So to give a self introduction of myself again, my name's Wei Li Lu. I'm from Singapore, and I'm currently studying professional golf management in Penn State University in the United States, um, in Pennsylvania. And why I started this podcast is because I want to talk to people within the golf industry, which I already have a long time ago, and I heard many interesting stories. Of why people want to work in golf, what fuels their passion in golf, and we want to discover more about what makes people tick within this industry. So that's why I decided to make this podcast.、Uh, I don't think there's really a lot of podcasts for PGA pros out there. And first of all, I'm gonna talk about how I got into golf. I started golf when I was eleven. And I'm 25 now, so that's about 13, 14 years playing this game. A little on and off now and then, but you know now it's my career and it's the path I decide to pursue. It's my passion. I love this game. So yeah, it's great, and I'm learning so much just being in the golf management major and being on different different internships. I'm talking about internships. I did my very first internship with the Union League of Philadelphia, and I worked at the Union League National Golf Club down New Jersey Shore,、um, in Swainton, New Jersey, or closer to Cape May. That's what people are more familiar with. And I had a really great three months experience there, and I met really a lot of PGA professionals just by attending many different conferences. Such as the PGA Show, annual PGA Show in Orlando.、Um, not not only experienced PGA pros, but also fellow PGM students from many different countries across the school, like the eighteen、um, turning to seventeen now, PGA accredited、um, PGM schools across the country. And it's been very interesting to hear different different stories of why. People want to work in golf, and why people love this game so much. And I think, like, I want to give a platform for everybody to share why they love golf that much, and what makes them tick. You know, like, why is this their passion? What's the best part of their job? What is challenges they face in their job? And what advice do they have to people wanting to learn more about the golf industry behind the scenes? Think about this. We Go to a golf club, and we get the great service we kind of like expect to, especially at a private club. 
and also you have stuff like the member member tournament member guest tournaments and many other tournaments or like even pga tour tournaments you see on the television but what goes behind the scenes really with all these like pga pros how how is the daily life of a club pro like we don't know we we honestly don't have a huge insight out there to the public on how this has been run and coming from my experience at union league national golf club my responsibilities when i was an internship there for three months during the summer of 2022 was very forward facing i got to meet a lot of members had great conversations learned a lot from these members but also i think i want to cover about what goes on behind the scenes in the golf shop what goes on behind the scenes when we plan a tournament what happens before you guys come in and and have a great uh junior camp for example there's there's just so much planning going on and even though in new jersey the season's only during the summer so maybe from uh, may to august or september but there's just so much planning that goes on behind the scenes from November, December, all the way to um, March, April to get them ready to have a full-fledged season once the season starts. And I think that's a really challenging task and you need an entire team to kind of come together, set it all up and get it all done. And that's what I love about this uh, podcast which i hope that we can finally give people or like the golf club pro a platform to share about their passion because honestly we don't really get the platform to do so a lot um so coming from singapore it is a very different system when it comes to golf first of all i think people need to understand that Singapore is a very small country with very high population density with 281 square miles with 6 million people and that's a lot of people and the country only has like 13 to 14 golf courses it's so small it's such a hard sport to get into and when you when you think about it like so in America in the United States, we have a head pro, assistant pro, and, and other golf staff, golf professionals in the industry to kind of make sure everything runs. We have a great golf shop for our uh, members and, and all these kind of good stuff. But when back home in Singapore, like Singapore golf clubs, they don't have a so-called head pro. You're either a golf coach or you are a uh, general manager in the management role. And when you think about that and then you, you ask the question, what about the golf shop? Well, in all honesty, the golf shop wise, it's normally owned by a third party. Like we kind of give the shop space out to a vendor and a vendor runs that shop. And it's not a very big industry because of the amount of people and how small the country is and the lack of golf clubs in the country due to the scarcity of land in Singapore. So coming over to the United States, it was a pleasant surprise to see that uh, the golf industry was so big 
and people really take their sports seriously in the United States. And I think what's really cool about it is that we have public golf courses here in the United States where anybody can pick up golf. You know, you you don't have to be really good. You don't have to have lots of cash. You do need to have sufficient amount of cash if you're trying to play this game seriously or like pick it up to at least play decently. But it's it's very affordable if you want to go out there and have some fun with friends. And it's easy to pick up just because of the many avenues that we have uh, for you to play golf. And I think what made me start this podcast is because just by talking to many PGA fellow golf pros, I talk with them and I learn a lot and I see so many things or I hear so many things that I feel so interesting and I think more people have to hear about it. And it's something that, you know, I want to grow the game. I want to help grow the game and share different perspectives and hopefully one day i'll get like golf pros who are working overseas for example like myself i came from asia with a different perspective on the golf industry how is it like in countries such as south korea which is booming in golf and have a really strong uh really strong presence on the pro circuit now especially the ladies how's that like How's it like to run a public course? How's it versus how's it like to run a private top end club like Union League, like Medina, like Marion, just to name a few? And also, like, how's it like being a golf pro in a resort like Bandon Dunes, like um, Pebble Beach, for example? So, this, these are just many different topics that I would like to cover. And also, how are we doing education within the PGA to help people grow the game and our future golf industry professionals? And an interesting statistic given by the PGA of America right now is that 65% of PGA pros are actually 55-year-old and above. So... What can we do for the game of golf to ensure that it keeps growing? And what can we do to have the younger generation, one, to play golf, one, and two, be part of this great industry? No one industry has all highs, and we're definitely going to have lows in every industry. And in Like, for example, if all the fellow golf professionals who are listening to this, you guys know about the Golf Digest article that was posted on 2022 about like some not so pretty part of golf like working as a golf pro but then I think this po- this podcast wants to cover that like the challenges people have but also what makes it rewarding I think what's rewarding about golf let's not talk about enough we we don't talk about it too much and people don't see that because we're constantly trying to improve our industry and and I think we need to talk about what makes it so rewarding to be be a golf pro. Personally for me, I'm still learning. I'm still starting out as a golf pro and I'm still in my college career even though I'm going to graduate in about a year. But for me based on what I've learned and this could change, right? Um, what I've learned, I think the most rewarding experience 
is when I when I put a smile on somebody's face and I make it makes a person day better, make them feel better about their day and make them uh feel happier about their day. And given that I'm slightly older than the regular college kid being 25, I feel that golf also has brought me a community, a support system. Uh, something that we don't pay attention to when we're younger when we just want to play golf and have fun but as you grow older we real i mean i'm still pretty young myself but as i grew older i realized the importance of having a good network a good connection a good support system no matter what you do and thanks to golf i've met a lot of these people and hopefully i will be able to get these people onto my podcast um, sooner or later and this this is why I do what I do and I just want to make a positive impact on people's life whoever I can make harm across if I can to the best of my ability and it just so happens that golf is my avenue it's my mode of transport in a way to give people this little bit of positivity so that's why i made this podcast and i hopefully i can spread that part of positivity through this podcast as well which makes it really interesting i'm very excited of the people that i have in mind that i'm gonna reach out to and talk to and have them on this podcast sharing their ideas sharing their viewpoints of their uh what they have learned from the golf industry and maybe even some fellow PGM students, like, why do they want to be in this industry? Why do they take up the PGM program? Uh, where do they see themselves in this program or like moving forward when they become a golf pro, like full time? So that's it for today. And I want to finish all my podcast with a little tiny bit that I'm going to ask like all my guests. And it's going to be a question. And the question is, with what you know to right now, what would you have told yourself, that version of you, 5 or 10 years ago? And for me, to answer that question, I say, just, just believe in yourself. Um, take it one step at a time. You don't have to have everything figured out because honestly, nobody really does figure everything out. And just enjoy the ride, uh, focus on the process, do the best you can, and, and enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can because these moments w- will be gone before you even realize them. And then you're on the next adventure already. And, and one final thing that I've learned from some of my mentors and the industry professionals that I really, really... Um, take to my heart is that the word no stands for next opportunity and i want to leave you guys with a quote i don't know where this quote came from but it has always been stuck with me and the quote is the grass is greener where you water it thank you for listening to the singaporean golf pro podcast i'll see you guys very soon Mm -hmm.